Welcome to the GUT Podcast on the paper Next Generation Sequencing of Bile Cell-Free DNA for the Early Detection of Patients with Malignant Biliary Strictures Published in paper copy in GUT in June 2022 My name is Dr. Philip Smith, Digital and Education Editor of GUT and Consultant Gastroenterologist at the Royal Liverpool Hospital Liverpool, United Kingdom, and I extend a very warm welcome to Dr. Maria Arichadera, who's a young researcher at the Hepatology Programme in the Centre for Applied Medical Research from the University of Navarra in Pamplona, Spain. Dr. Arichadera is the first author in this excellent paper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Dr. Richardera, and once again, congratulations on your superb paper. Going straight into this podcast, can I firstly ask you to explain the background to your study and why researching this area is so important? First of all, thank you very much for inviting me to participate in this podcast and to share with the audience the work we have recently published in GAT. So, coming to the first question... The biliopancreatic tumors, cholangiocarcinoma and pancreatic ductal adenocarcinoma, are among the most aggressive cancers. Most patients have a devastating prognosis because they are diagnosed at later stage when potentially curative surgery cannot be applied. This is why our team is interested in understanding the pathophysiology of these tumors and in devising more effective diagnostic strategies, which is the topic of the manuscript we are talking about. Importantly, many of these patients present biliary obstructions which, due to biliary structures or stenosis, which in many cases are the first warning sign of the disease. However, biliary structures can also have a benign origin and unfortunately, the curing methods to distinguish malignant from benign stenosis have an acceptable sensitivity ranging from 14 to 60%. This delays the initiation of the treatment in case of malignancy and thus compromises patient's prognosis. So this was the starting point of our project. These patients with a biliary structure usually undergo endoscopic retrograded cholangiopancreatography, ERCP, both for therapeutic and diagnosis purposes. This intervention allows to resolve the obstruction and the accumulated bile is released and discarded. In addition, the ERCP enables the collection of biopsies and tissue brushing, which are used for diagnosis, but as I have mentioned, with very low sensitivity. In this context, we reasoned that we could use the discarded bile as a liquid biopsy. DNA molecules freely circulate in the different biofluids, such as plasma, urine, and in this case, bile, of healthy and diseased individuals. In the case of cancer patients, a fraction of these circulating cell-free DNA molecules would correspond to tumor DNA. These molecules released by tumor cells preserve the characteristics of the tissue of origin. So in this regard, the cell-free DNA isolated from bile at the time of the ERCP would include DNA from premalignant or malignant cells anywhere in the bile tract. 
Therefore, the analysis of the mutational profile of the bile cell-free DNA would permit to detect the presence of a tumor. Thank you. That's, that's incredibly interesting and it sounds like a really important study. So what are the new findings your study has found? Well, uh, we have demonstrated the robust diagnostic capacity of the mutation and analysis of the cell-free DNA extracted from the bile collected at the time of the first ERCP from patients suffering a biliary stenosis using a next-generation sequencing panel. Specifically, in our study, we included 68 patients who underwent a first ERCP due to a stenosis of the bile duct. According to the standard initial diagnostics, which included imaging and cytological tests, 33 structures were classified as malignant, 26 as benign, and 9 as indeterminate. However, after one year of follow-up and the performance of multiple diagnostic tests, which included repeated ERCPs and hospitalizations, 14 out of the 26 Benning and 8 out of the 9 indeterminate stenosis turned out to be malignant. Importantly, using our BioMAP test, that is, analyzing the presence of mutations in the cell-free DNA isolated in the bile harvested at the first ERCP, we were able to detect mutations and therefore to diagnose malignancies in all the positive cases. So in summary, the standard diagnostic methods applied at the time of the first ERCP had a sensitivity of 60%, detecting 33 out of the 55 malignant stenosis, while Bilemut had a 100% sensitivity. It is also important to point out that in our study we detected mutations in the bile of four patients that were not diagnosed as malignant cases after the one-year follow-up. However, after extended follow-up, one of them died from an unknown cause and other developed a pancreatic tumour. This implies that a positive result in the bile mutasi must be taken with caution as a, and a closer follow-up of this case should be recommended. Wow, I mean, your results are very, very impressive and uh, I can see how important they are going to be for patients. So can I ask you to, to tell our listeners how you envisage this to impact on clinical practice in the foreseeable future? Well, as I mentioned, to accurately distinguish the malignant or benign cause of biliary stenosis is an unmet need. The detection of mutations present in the bile obtained at the time of the first ERCP performed to these patients will allow an early and precise diagnosis of cancer. That means that treatment decisions will be made earlier and eventually, according to the mutational profile, guided molecular therapies could be applied. Moreover, this early diagnosis will reduce the number of uh, tests, intervention and hospitalizations impacting on healthcare costs and the quality of life of patients. Importantly, we are using a waste sample, the bile discarded in the required ERCP performed to these patients, and a well-validated commercially available next-generation sequencing gene panel. 
So therefore, this method can be easily implemented in the tertiary hospitals and thus could have an immediate impact in the clinical practice. Thank you again. And, uh, and can I ask how this study might impact on research priorities in the foreseeable future? One priority now would be to validate the performance of Bilmut in a larger multicenter international cohort of patients, including patients at a high risk of cholangiocarcinoma development, such as those suffering from primary sclerosing cholangitis. Moreover, besides providing strong incentives to test Bilmut as a tool for patient selection in personalized medicine, our study supports the robust performance of bile-based biopsy for the diagnosis of these tumors. So perhaps the mutational bile analysis should not be limited to patients that need to undergo an ERCP. Well, that's been incredibly insightful and interesting. And thank you, Dr. Richardera, for doing this podcast today. I'm sure our listeners would agree that was very insightful and um, thank you to you and your supervisors for doing this and also for your fantastic paper which you published in, in, in GUT and congratulations again. For our listeners, if you want to read the paper, there is a link to Dr. Richardera's paper underneath this podcast and of course, as always, please do join us in the future for further GUT podcasts.